Hey everybody, how's it going? I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm just going to cut to the chase. This episode of what men need to know about the women they date is the continuation of the first episode about emotional affairs. Last time we talked about 10 signs that your woman's having an emotional affair. And I promised you at the end of that episode that I wasn't going to leave you hanging with just, here are, she's having an affair. That's it. Sorry guys, bye. But that I was going to um, try to offer some full, proactive, you know, things that you could do. So that's what this is about. This this show is going to be about tips, what to, what to do, what to not do. If you s- suspect that your significant other is indeed having an emotional affair. If you missed part one of this, if you, you want to know what the signs are, check out my growing library of, of episodes. Um, it's it's going to be season one, episode four. It shouldn't be that hard to find it all. So you can always go back and listen to that. But other than that, without further ado, let's get to this. Let's get to what to do and not do if, if you suspect your woman is having an emotional affair. All right. So for number one, Number one tip, use your gut. Go with your gut. Just go with your gut. You know, they always say that women are the intuitive sex, that, you know, women have women's intuition and there's no such thing as men's intuition, right? I mean, I've never heard of that. But the truth is that men can be just as intuitive as women can if they want to be. Um, I don't know where, where, how this rumor got started that men have no intuitive sense. They... If they don't have it, it's because they don't use it um, or they don't want to acknowledge it. But men have just as much of a gut feeling as women. I mean, they're capable of it, okay? You guys are capable of it for sure. So um, use it. If you suspect that your significant other, your woman, is engaged in a, an emotional affair, that now is not the time to to sit on it and, and wonder, should I go with my gut or should I go with my head? Or eh, Just follow your gut. It, first of all, it's not going to hurt. Not too much, at least, if you're wrong. And um, if you have a very strong feeling, I mean, last last time I gave you 10 signs, 10 actual signs, even in, in spite of all the signs or regardless of all the signs, like if you still had a gut feeling, wouldn't you want to act on it and just be better safe than sorry? That's, that's how I feel. I say when it comes to something as important as this, because this could... This could potentially, if you let it go too far, it could potentially, you know, ruin your your relationship. So that's the, that's just one big rule I wanted to set out there is just the go, go with your gut. It's okay to feel, guys. It's all right to experience your feelings. There's no shame in that. At the same time, I do want to warn against people that just go, just accusing people. Just, I cannot stand those people, Um, especially dating those people. People that will just they're paranoid and they'll, they'll, or, or else they're doing something themselves. And, and so they, they become, you know, suspicious for pretty much no reason. Um, they'll throw out accusations at you that are seemingly completely groundless or have little, little, I mean, you just wonder where they came up with this stuff. So don't be that guy either. You don't want to be that guy, but you don't want to be the guy that like, oh, I have, I'm pretty sure my girlfriend's cheating on me, but, but I have no evidence, so I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. So I think I made my point clear. Let's move on to number two. All right, so tip number two. 
some of these are, aren't so much tips as they are just, I don't know, suggestions or, or reminders even. I don't know. Number two, you've got to ask yourself the question, do you consider this cheating? Is this cheating? It'd be nice for couples to do this, perhaps even together, um, before it comes to this. I mean, um, I don't think that it's that a couple needs to really engage in a lot of cheesy kind of, you know, talking about their relationship all the time. I think that's really cheesy and like it can borderline really stupid really fast. But um, it doesn't hurt to define what you guys believe cheating is together as a couple. Um, because if you don't have a standard definition for, for cheating um, that you guys both agree on, how, how are you guys going to know if somebody cheats? Because what's cheating to one person might not be cheating to another person. I mean, for some someone, you know, holding hands might not constitute cheating, whereas to another person, they might. Um, that's just an example, of course. Um, other people are more op- open and, and they might forgive, you know, especially with, with computers and technology and stuff like that. I mean, cell phones and texting and, um, I mean, is sending someone a naked picture cheating? For example, I mean, this new technology raises all these new questions like, like you know, is, is sexting, is that cheating? Is flirting with someone cheating, whether it's over the internet or in person? Um, what constitutes cheating? You guys hopefully should have had that discussion, but most couples actually I don't believe they do. Um, so at this point, if you find out that she's having an emotional affair, I guess you got to ask yourself if, if you believe it to be cheating. Um, and if she believes it to be cheating, um, what happens if you believe it to be cheating and she doesn't believe it to be cheating? She truly does not. Um, are you going to be more forgiving if that were the case? You need to establish whether you believe that her actions are cheating because that's going to be the groundwork for it's going to help your decision-making process and what you're going to do following this this discovery of her being embroiled in this emotional affair with this person. Think about it. I mean, if you believe it to be cheating, you're going to act a totally different way than if you don't believe it to be cheating. So decide that. If you can't decide it together as a couple, at least decide it for yourself, even if it's after the fact. Make sure that you're clear on where you, you yourself stand on this so that, so that can help you with what you're going to choose to do. Number three, is this a deal breaker for you? The question of, is this a deal breaker for you? Again, something that I would like to think that you would have thought of beforehand and that you would have discussed with her beforehand. This may or may not be the case, I'm aware of that. Basically, so you found out she's having an emotional affair. Um, where does this leave you? Are you going to leave her over this? Or are you going to forgive her? That's something you have to decide within yourself, for yourself. You can you can go either direction. There's no right or wrong answer. And that's part of what makes this a tough kind of call. You know, because if you choose to share with other people, they're going to be, you know, shouting opinions in your ears left and right. And... It's just going to, I think that kind of sometimes just actually makes it even harder um, when you ask other people for their opinions because it just makes it more more confusing, more complicated. Just go on and have a heart to heart basically with yourself at this point and decide, is this something you can live with? Is this something you can move on from? Is this a deal breaker? Does this mean that you walk or is this something you're going to work on trying to forget? It's okay to get other people's opinions, friends family, whatnot, but 
ultimately you've got to decide for yourself what's going to make you okay living your own life because if you can't fathom waking up every day next to her knowing that she cheated emotionally or whatever if you can't deal with that if you know that 10 years down the road that's still going to be bothering you it's still going to make you suspicious it's going to make you change your actions now you're going to have to they're going to be paranoid about who she's talking to all the time you're going to have to ask to check her phone you're going to be tempted to read her text messages when she's not around and she's not looking and that kind of thing that's not is that a way to live i mean do you want to do that or do you not want to do that up to you but you need to decide it make a decision because again if you decided that her actions do constitute cheating and that for you this is a deal breaker then your course of action is relatively simple at that point you need to walk there's no, not even a point in having any more discussion because all that all the discussion does after that point is it just makes you re-question yourself. Uh, maybe I should forgive her. Maybe I should try. Maybe I should go against my firm decision that this is absolutely a deal breaker and I'm going to walk. Just make a decision firmly within your own mind and heart and just stick with it, okay? Um, it's okay to change your mind, yes, but if you feel strongly in some direction or another, you can extend this a little bit, um, you know, date her for another year or two. But if in the end you know that it's not going to work out, you really feel that in your gut, going back to number one, if you feel that in your gut that it's not going to work, that you will not get over this, it's going to be really hard, if not impossible, why not just move on and, and not waste either of your guys' time any further? That's, I guess, all I have to say about that. Um, if it's not a deal breaker and you do decide to work on it, then, all right, that's another way to go. Again, there's no right or wrong um, in this at all. So it's just whatever works for you, whatever you want for yourself, whatever you're capable of handling and managing. And there's there's no nothing wrong with, with saying, I can't handle this, I gotta walk. Um, you don't have to try. Although, you know, it wouldn't hurt to try if you think that there's a chance that things could work out. So at any rate, if it's not a deal breaker for you, then then you've got to decide what, what you are going to do about it and how you are going to cope with it. And that is going to be something that's different for everybody. Um, let's move on to number four now. So let's say you've decided to stay with her. There's the question of whether you should approach her or just not say anything. Okay, there's something I have to say about relationships and problems within relationships in general. Problems within relationships rarely, if ever, just go away. They rarely, if ever, just fix themselves. This situation here in particular does not seem to me to be one that is likely to fix itself. We talked about it last time, and it, if, if it feels like a drug, you know, it feels like a, some sort of high, what's gonna, what is there to stop her? If I were to tell somebody randomly without really knowing the specifics of their, sto of their story, but if I were to have to tell them one way or another should you should you confront her about it yes or no i would say yes because what if you don't what if you just sit idly by and you let this thing run its course hoping thinking that it's gonna just get better on its own just think what if it doesn't you're gonna kick yourself over that worse than if you just confront it and you happen to be wrong what's gonna make you in the long run most happy or least happy you gotta think about that but just in general problems aren't gonna go away on their own without you know intervention from well you so for number four assuming you're gonna approach her this is a big one 
avoid approaching her aggressively or in a manner that will put her on the defensive. And yeah, that gets to be kind of hard when you're accusing them of cheating on you, right? But there's, there's certain things that you can do to make it seem less of like an accusation than it is. For example, try to refrain from using the word you. You did this, you did that, you did you, 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 you. When someone hears that, they feel like they're being attacked, like almost immediately, um, and they almost immediately become defensive. I do not want her to feel like she's being attacked. And the you, 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 you did this, you did that, you, you, you. If she feels like she needs to defend herself, she's far, 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 far more apt to lie. Same with using phrases like you never, you always, you stand for arguments in general. You don't want to, you don't want to say you know, you always, you never, um, this makes a person feel really bad about themselves and then they feel the need to defend themselves and they don't listen to you. Because what happens when somebody gets on the defensive is that after that point, they cease to hear anything that you have to say after the point at which you offended them. And they feel the need to, well, defend themselves. And in doing that, they stop listening to you. They don't listen to what you have to say. They don't listen to Something like, I am hurting here. I'm in pain because you cheated on me. She's not even going to listen to that. Your goal, don't forget, is to have her listen to you. And you're going to have to craft a unique way of approaching her. Each person is going to take things a little bit differently. And this is a human thing. It's not a female thing. But let her know without insulting her that you know what she's been up to. And bring up like all the all the freaking possible concrete evidence that you can manage so you can do this the way you see most fit for you and her. But if you're struggling with how to approach her still, one idea is to let her know when you're approaching her that you're not angry with her and you're not going to be angry with her. I know it sucks that you're, you're the one that has to be sitting there thinking about how to be nice to her. And you know, she's the one that's having the affair. Just So just remember, just, your odds are best if you are able to think about it a little bit first try to be tactful. Some people take offense to things way more quickly than others do. And unless she's like some kind of sociopath, she already feels guilty about it. Believe me. She feels something. I don't know. So it may be the case that she she gets angry right away, even just with the mention of this. There may not be a way to actually approach her without getting her pissed, seriously, um, without getting her on the defensive. I mean, because when people are guilty of something, they know they've done something wrong. They know that it's stupid. They know that, you know, it causes all bad things and nothing good. Their subconscious mind knows that, and they don't like being confronted about it. No one likes being confronted about something they did wrong. And it may be the case that you don't know whether you want to salvage the relationship yet. You may need to talk to her first to decide you think it's worth salvaging or not. Sitting there alone and thinking about that stuff, you may not have all the information that you need to decide how to proceed. And that's okay. If you need to hear what she has to say about it first, then do that. At some point, you guys, you've really got nothing left other than to simply just let her respond. At that point, of course, just listen to what she has to say, whatever that may be. number five um after you approach her after that one of two things is going to happen either she'll admit to the emotional affair or she'll deny it as always go with your gut and your mind on what you should do in response to her but if you really are 
at a loss for how to proceed. These are just ideas right here. Not all approaches and methods will work for everybody. But if I had to suggest something, what I would personally suggest is that if by some miracle she should admit it, as you know, you hope is going to happen, show her compassion at that point. Show her you're grateful for the honesty. This is going to help condition her to be honest with you more in the future. As hard as it is to do, it's just for the better, for the for your relationship, for your feelings toward each other. Um, and beyond that, just, just have a talk, have a heart-to-heart. -heart. All the while, never lose your compassionate tone and approach, okay? All right, so on the other hand, say she denies, denies, denies anything of the kind in terms of an affair, or emotional or otherwise, what do you do then? I suppose just one of the safer ways to go about it at this point would be to say, all right, well, I have reason to believe otherwise. This really hurts me. Uh, make sure you make that clear, okay? That you're hurt. Make sure you use the word I referring to yourself so that it doesn't sound like attack, an attack toward an attack against her, you, 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 no good. Okay, so make sure you make it clear that you're, you've been hurt, that, you know, that this is causing you pain, frustration, whatever. And, and then, and then maybe you might say something like, and I'll be over here whenever you're ready to talk more about this, um, wherever over here, quote unquote, may be. And then if you can and want, maybe do in fact take some time off to, to retreat, to distance yourself from her, for some time, I don't know, two, three days, or just however long it takes. You want her to know that you're serious, and you want her to know you're not about to let things just go by the wayside. In the meantime, be contemplative yourself. If she happens to notice your contemplativeness, that's the right word, um, that's a good thing. If it's true that she's been engaging another person on an emotional level, if she's got a single human human fiber in her body, she may reconsider approaching you to have that discussion after all, aka confession included. Um, the worst case scenario, guys, is if you're right about your hunches, but she continues to deny any wrongdoing while also continuing her little affair. This may not bode well for the future of your relationship. I'm just going to say it like it is. That That's just, it's probably downhill from there. But it's good to know that, right? Better to know that than to just be in the dark about it. Um, and there may come a time when shit is just plain out of your hands, you know? It happens. You know, you, you do what you can and you, you try and, you, you know, you want to be in control of everything, but you can't at some point with everything in life. some You just, things are just out of your hands and you just got to, you just got to go with it. The only thing I would hence add here is that if she denies an affair and then seems to back off from doing the things that roused your suspicion in the first place, don't necessarily assume the problem has gone away. It could be that it has, or it could be, or it could mean that she's just learned to better cover her tracks. So don't let your guard down too much until you feel like she's being sincere for real, 100%. All right, so... That's what I got to say about that. Let's move on to number six. And here's a what not to do. Um, because, it because it breeds paranoia, um, mistrust, 
an obsessive need or desire to keep tabs on your significant other. I generally advise against snooping. And I I know it's it's hard because you want proof in this kind of scenario. But do it only, I guess, do it only if absolutely necessary to to maybe confirm a belief you have no proof of, but ultimately snooping is a show of disrespect for another's privacy. And even if indeed she wronged you, that still doesn't justify it. In my humble opinion, it does not justify it. you taking things in your hands and deciding, oh, I'm going to punish her this way or that, that way, or get revenge this way or that way. Consider the option of going through her texts, emails, etc., an emergency act that you won't repeat again if you decide to do it at all. I've never honestly known much of anything good to come out of snooping, so. Now we're going to move on. We have two more points left. Number seven. If deemed appropriate, ask, ask friends for advice. Talk to someone you trust, ministers, sister, brother, mom, best buddy, etc. As long as you're, first of all, make sure that the best buddy that you're combining is not the same dude that she's having the affair with. Um, I think that was a given, but, you know, just, just double, make triple sure about that. Um, um, now, finally, and only if you feel like it's going to help you develop a, okay, so basically only if you feel like it's going to help you develop a clearer mind or a clearer outlook about the situation, as opposed to clouding your decision-making even more, as long as you know they have your best, and as long as you know they have your best interests at heart, and can also be capable of providing good, objective advice. You should consult a close friend or family member, um, like I said, a, a priest or a pastor or what have you, um, this is up to you. This could go either way. Um, family members sometimes have or feel like they have a dog in the race or, 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 or it's subconscious or whatever, but sometimes they want things to go a certain way for you. And they don't even, I mean, this, what I'm saying is sometimes it's hard for close people that are close to you to be objective. Um, so, you know, yes, some, somebody like a counselor, a school counselor, regular counselor, yeah, that's this is one hundred percent your call. Just make sure that that you think it's going to be beneficial, and and you know, of course, be tactful. Don't go talking about this all over Facebook and airing your dirty laundry, um, whether you're an open person or not. That's just uncouth. Just don't do it. It's going to come bite you later on. You don't want people to know your business like this. Um, you can tell a couple friends, but you know. Don't go gossiping until something's confirmed for sure. Even then, I wouldn't go gossiping per se. I would, I would, you know, you never talk badly about your significant other. That's one of the main rules. Um, you just don't because it reflects badly on you. But at any rate, let's move on to our last point. That would be... Number eight... If it's good for you, formulate a plan. And I mean a pretty, like, intricate plan. Like, what will you do if she continues the behavior? Okay, now this is before you approach her, okay? So it's like, you know, this is this is around the time, the same time that you'd be considering, you know, approaching her, confronting her, 
Let's just say, just call it that. In the plan, you'd want to ask yourself stuff like, what will you do if she continues the behavior or repeats the behavior, etc.? What's your goal? You know, that's to get her to stop this this affair, of course. Um, well, how will you know that she has? What will you do? You know, on an ongoing basis or just once or twice or whatever, what will you do to find out? And what do you want her to do? When you have this conversation with her about this, you're going to have to tell her straight up what is it that you want her to do. Obviously, um, I would assume it's that you want her to end the affair, but but is there anything else? Is there? I mean, you're not going to feel like you've gotten closure on this matter unless there's some kind of proof. Um, what what can she do? What actions could she take to show you that it's not happening anymore? To put you at ease in that way, and um, and 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 is what you want her to do? Is what you're asking of her to do? Is that thing or things? Are those things realistic? Can you? I mean, if you want to, if you, have, you develop a regimen of having to check her phone um, every hour on the hour. Um, that's not very realistic, and it's not just only not realistic, it's not It's not pleasant for either one of you. It's going to suck. Um, so think about things like that when you're formulating this so-called plan that I'm talking of right now. So if she continues the behavior, um, will you be able to forgive again if she repeats it? Or at this, that point, is it now, has it now become a deal-breaker, whereas it wasn't before, now it is? Um like basically you're just giving her one last chance how many chances are you going to give her this helps a lot in terms of coming up with because this is going to have you torn okay guys this is going to have a lot of you people torn this torn 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 what should i do should i stay with her should i should i walk uh part of you is going to want to walk part of you is going to want to stay with her you know you're going to know the good things to walk i mean you're going to flip-flop um so what this does, what formulating this plan is, what it, what looking ahead at how you will feel in the future should, say, this reoccur, should this thing happen, should this other thing happen, what that, that does is that helps you to better understand how you feel about it now, and in turn, that helps you to decide what to do now. Because after you, you've, you've done formulating this plan of what to do in the future, you might go back and actually realize that you know, you thought you could handle it now, but you probably can't, you know, you're probably better off, um, you know, calling it quits at, at this time. And that, that's just an example. I'm not saying that you are better off doing that. I'm saying that some people might realize that. In general, decide beforehand how much effort you're going to put into this, how much effort you're willing to put into this before it gets to no longer be worth it for you. That's important too. Don't find yourself, you know, I don't know, six months down the road, just kicking yourself up for having put in so much effort and then looking back and realizing that she's done nothing. Should that be the case? Um, maybe she's a great gal and maybe she'll just, you know, be totally mortified that she even considered doing such a thing and she'll never ever you know, do such a thing ever again. Maybe she'll, she's great like that, but... On the other hand, maybe she's not. Maybe she's human. And um, these are things that you're going to want to think about. You want to think about how much are you going to resent her? But seriously. And so that might put you in a place where you might make a different decision now. Or it might serve to validate the decision that you've already made. Whatever that may be. 
Well, you guys, um, this is going to wrap things up right about here. I hope you found some of these insights helpful or beneficial, in a, in a, especially in a practical way. And, and, and this also gives you insight into women in general or into relationships, I should, I should say, because nothing here today was really that to all that gender specific, but it does give you insight into human relationships quite a bit. So anyway, I hope that you gleaned something from this. I will leave next week's topic as a surprise for now. Um, actually, I have a handful of things that, it, that I'm working on that it could be that I, don't, I have not yet selected, so hence the surprise. <laughs> but um, believe me, um, you will want to come back, so follow, bookmark, whatever we do. Um, be your podcast client that helps you find me again. So, um, so have a great rest of your week. Have a great day. Um, we will talk later. Ciao.